Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments made about the rumors that George Clooney and Sandra Bullock are intimately... Due to the Movie Guy's spending bill being held up in Congress, the attention has been shut down as of October 1st until further notice. Hello? That's unfortunate. Well, it's... I guess it's nice to know that the show portion of the showcast is considered essential and just the attention opening is being shut yeah. down. So it looks like I'll have to start the show manually. Okay, just hold on a second. Let me just... Uh... Right, hang on a second. Uh, is the choke open, Paul? Okay, it's going to start Are on this time. Are you giving too promise. much gas? Push the prime it, prime it. Oh, here we go. Whoa! It's your turn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything always starts on the third attempt in movies and TV shows. It's exactly. the third one. Who are we to change that? You know, that reminds me of when I was a kid, and I used to love the smell of gasoline when my dad would mow the lawn. I would follow around behind him and get high. That explains a lot. <laughs> About the state of your adulthood. <laughs> Knowing that I now. I love that smell. Mm. Ah, hey, uh, welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling Movie Guys empire. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. You've reached ground zero for all <laughs> things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with rants, sketches, previews, characters, jokes, bits, special guests, and more. You can expect that in the next hour or so as we broadcast from the Admirals Club in the heart of Burbank Airport's flyover zone. Yeah. Catch us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and if you want to see the sausage being made, we're on YouTube as well. Search the Movie Showcast or the Movie Guys and we come right up. And don't forget, we're also available on badtomato.fm and wbad.net Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern. Brief housekeeping reminder before we launch into this week's madness. If you like what you hear on the Showcast, please subscribe. Please tell your friends, share and like posts and videos and all that stuff at the Movie Guys on Twitter and Facebook, YouTube, wherever you find us. My name is Paul Preston. I am your host here as ever with Lee Caius and Karen Volpe. Our special guest this week is sitting in the Adam chair all day as Adam recovers from a trip to the hospital. Uh-oh. He has come out of the other side alive and well, but as he recovers, he is home on his couch and stand-up comedian Michael Gelbart will be with us for the whole hour. Hey, Mr. Gelbart. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, movie lovers. There you go. That's us. And as ever, we will bring you our signature previews of what's opening this weekend in theaters. Two major releases for the weekend starting October 4th. That includes Open Water in Space, otherwise known as Gravity. And later in the show... You have a real gift. I want you to make this place proud. But gambling is forbidden on campus. I owe 60 grand tuition due next week. And that's if I don't eat. Change your tune. Or you won't have a school to pay for. Oh Is he playing a munchkin? That sounded <laughs> really odd. You take the picture away from Justin Timberlake, and yeah, he just oh sounds... Oh, my gosh. His voice gets a little tight. It's tight and high yeah. and tight. Listen high here. Tight. I've tight. got tuition to pay. It's like a good oral Herzizer pitch. Bow, high and tight. Lollipop, yo. Which way to the... Gambling. Yeah. And he, he honestly, wait, is he a student in this who can't pay his tuition? He's the so 40 year old. He gambles to do it. But because he sounded so like, I have tuition, right? When in reality, you go, oh man, I got tuition. Like, you'd still sound like a. Like you, a, you wouldn't record. sound like, even if it's the most important thing in your life at that age. Oh, I've washed or, oh, yeah. colors yeah. with my whites. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you're still going <laughs> to. 
you're still going to sound natural about not being able to pay for something. You like got a couple quarters I can borrow. Maybe it's because he's staring in the face of uh, the guy who played the the, the warden, mm. the warden in Shawshank Redemption. He plays the guy of that the head would... of Princeton. Yeah, I haven't seen like I'm not watching this right it's a now. Parallel when movie, I saw when me. I saw the trailer, I bought everything. Like I believed every moment. But now just the vocals, I'm struggling with this. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're Maybe that's why the movies uh, have images now. <laughs> just for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if people are struggling with what we're saying, just watch the YouTube video and don't just listen to it on iTunes. So he played the warden and now the dean of Princeton, so he's been typecast. There you go. Oh, that's exactly it. He's a oh. ball buster. Do we not have the sound effects No, for that? we don't have the badumching. The badumching. did wonderfully. I don't. You should have that on your phone for when you're just oh my hanging God. around making jokes like that. How much longer is this show? How did that happen? Where's Adam? Look, if rehearsal goes well. <laughs> no. All right. Well, listen, oh, let's, uh, we shouldn't delay any further talking no. about the biggest movie opening in theaters this weekend. <laughs> is two huge names are going to grace the marquee, Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. And they headline Gravity. Karen, let's talk about it. You know it's a full movie season when a film can have as serious a title as Gravity. Gravity by director Alfonso Cuaron is the latest entry in our series of movie titles that could also be colognes. <laughs> Finally, a romantic comedy. For those of you counting at home, there were no, that is zero, romantic comedies all summer. In fact, there wasn't one romance at all between Safe Haven February and last week's Don John. But it's only right that the romance movie will have a comeback with Sandra Bullock, one of the queens of the genre, with Clooney as her leading man. Karen, Gravity is a science fiction film. Right. I've read the plot description. First of all, the title alone is about the irresistible attraction between two objects. It seems like both characters are tethered to one another. Then they're torn apart, leaving them breathless. Karen, <sighs> Bullock becomes untethered from her space station and hurdles through space, bumping into broken parts of the ship like Mary Catherine Gallagher. <laughs> space? Yes, space. Space. The final frontier. For love. All right, I can see where you might be. A little, I can see where you might be a little confused though, because Gravity takes a unique marketing approach by not really letting you know much about the movie. In fact, they set up an info line for the press to call in to find out more information about no. Gravity. We called it, and uh, we always record our phone calls, so I have their response right here. Standard operating <laughs> This is how we <laughs> wanted to know what Gravity is about. So you be careful if you're calling the movie, guys. Yes. We're recording you as we recorded this call to the info line for Gravity. Uh, we asked what the plot was about. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Well, they can't tell us. They so. can't tell us. Yeah. Gravity. Not since Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy has there been such animal magnetism in space. Space, space, Got the space. spaceships flying over as you say that. <laughs> Cue the plane. Well, you admit it takes place in outer space, yes. so you're getting there. Good. Right. Now, Gravity looks like the most exciting movie based on Newtonian mechanics since 2002's Equilibrium. <laughs> and Smart how? people somewhere are laughing. <laughs> This movie actually should be called Face, because that's all you really see are the a of the actors are their faces floating around in their spacesuits. But at least they're playing to the actors' strengths. They're both very good looking. They pretty much could have Skyped in their performances. <laughs> Bullock plays a brilliant medical engineer. All right, you guys stop it. Okay. Brilliant medical engineer. Mm -hmm. Who is paired with Clooney's veteran astronaut who's on his last mission before he retires? I'm too old for this shit. 
I love lethal weapon drops. In fact, here we yeah. go. <laughs> Just open the floodgates, Paul. Yo, hey, hey Riggs. Uh, uh, Riggs. Hey, 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 Riggs. Hey, 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 Riggs. Riggs, we're not going to the fucking still house. <laughs> hey, 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 Riggs. Hey, Riggs. Hey, Riggs. Hey, Riggs. Hey, Riggs. Get the in here! Get in here! All right, so how many? Uh, if he was in space, I'd totally see that. That's movie. awesome. Yeah. Did you use all four lethal weapons for all the Riggses, or is that from one movie? I actually found it online. It was from all the times he says oh, it. I mean, oh. there's a, there's also a video out there where a guy took all the times they swear on The Sopranos in oh. all seasons how? and made a. a that must be the four hour, a four-hour tape of... Wait a minute. They, exactly. They swear on The Sopranos? Yeah, exactly. I never noticed. It, yeah, because if you watch it on TBS, it's about a 13-minute show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If so, swearing is done well, you don't even notice it. And that's why I never noticed swearing on The Sopranos until they, they you mentioned it. They really well. Yes. Yeah. They're good at it. Yeah. I never, fucking genius. Like with Carlin. <laughs> nice. I like okay, what you see did See what there. I did there? Yeah. So anyway, back to gravity. Yes. Uh, in this film, the space shuttle is destroyed. Well, thanks a lot, Obamacare. Right. The law of gravity is the villain here. So if gravity is a law, how soon till the Republicans try and overturn it? Topical jokes. A student of science might say that without gravity, there would be no speed. However, a student of cinema might say that due to Sandra Bullock's casting in this, without speed, there would also be no gravity. I really liked where you went with that. And director Alfonso Cuaron has received some heat from some Hollywood types about casting a female in the lead in gravity. Honestly, really, this is still a problem? That women can't be the lead in a sci-fi film? I've got ten words for you, Hollywood types. Sigourney Weaver. Mila Jovovich, Linda Hamilton, and shut the hell up. Yeah, that is tip. Yep. Taking mm-hmm. the title on face value, Thank you. this is clearly a movie where every point mass in the universe attracts every other point mass with a force that is directly proportional to the product of their masses and inversely proportional to the square of the distance between them. <laughs> you know, that... Clearly. Is, that is clearly how they did the pitch meeting. They said... Sandra Bullock, and the person goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, George Clooney, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just said, every point of mass in the universe attracts each other to the point of mass with the forces directly. And they're just et cetera, still, et cetera. Yeah. And they were just still coming over the fact that they said George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. Good that Lord. Is, that's did what they the use call. all? Did they use all that crazy jargon in the pitch? Some scientists Some did. Some scientists <laughs> no. pitched it. No. But he, he wasn't pitching a movie. I he think was he was like, gravity. He was helping the world. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go, man. Yeah. That was a conversation between Beekman and Bill Nye at the water cooler on the way over to the... Uh, oh, my Beekman? God. Beekman? Beekman's World. Oh. Uh, Lord, did you guys... Holy... I accidentally saw this. I was looking at AOL, and I looked at it, and I saw the craziest thing. Bill Nye, the science guy, apparently is on Dancing with the Stars. Not True. anymore. Not after that mess. Did you see what he did? What was that? Oh, that he that, wetted himself. Uh, I think. Uh, something about uh, something on night to get funky. That song. L- uh, yeah. Yeah. He Death was song? like a space. Oh, I love that song. But he was like spaceman. Did you see this? And he, they did that because they knew he couldn't really move. <laughs> so they put him in this kind of like when little kids get a box and they put their arms through it and they're a spaceman. Oh yeah, yeah. And the, I yeah. didn't see it, but the oh, robot is. When you do the robot, you're announcing you can't dance. Yes. That's the move that everyone does when they want to. <laughs> he did it with a cardboard box as well and what was crazy is his hot partner she's just amazing and she's spinning and flipping and just trying really hard to save the day they got no how uh how many weeks was he on oh, 
I don't know. Because he made it in one if or he two. Didn't he use, made it, didn't he? If he didn't use She Blinded Me With Science as one of his songs, then he's they, they got to get him back on there just to do that. Somebody should have called you. That's, That's a mistake from the get-go. Yeah. yeah I would have kept him on just to and hear that one they song. could have saved his dancing by putting him in, in a blindfold, so you wouldn't expect him to do anything. Yeah, exactly. I if like you can blindfold, If you can dance blindfolded badly, that's right. almost like dancing well without a blindfold. Exactly. The thing about Dancing with the Stars, though, and I don't watch it. I don't either. It I don't watch this <laughs> I clip. I, I do. Have, oh, yeah, we don't watch it. I have. They're half naked. Of course I'm watching that There's show. There's hot chicks on there But naked. why do guys win that contest? Because, the, like fair. you said, Bill Nye stands there, and the girls spin around him. Yeah. The guy can't fair. win it. Shouldn't be able to win if he just picks up the girl, throws her across the stage, stands there while she spins back doing this incredible jump, move, spin thing. And I believe there should be a man winner, a male winner, and a female winner because both of them are required to do different things. For example, the women are required to be lifted and to be flipped upside down. No man is being lifted or flipped upside down, and those are really would, different skills. If there were uh, two different winners, there'd be some protesting. Women would be mad at that, that you divided them. They but like the they equality of having to compete against men. Uh, I don't like, know, because you can't compete. The men always win because the women, uh, they may be really good dancers, but they have to be able to do backbends and flips and a lot of stuff that you can't. It's like in ballet. The fake. guy just picks up the girl, carries her across the stage, sets her down, <laughs> but while she's in the air, Wait, she's doing all this amazing shit. Didn't some women win that show? I think Jennifer Grey did. I remember her. That's the only time I voted. No, um, because the I figure didn't. skater won. Oh, she won. well, she's a figure skater. That's why uh, she could do all uh, the flips. Yeah. And I want to say something about Jennifer Grey. We're not talking about uh, Dirty Dancing this week, I know. No. But I well, watched we it. We talk whatever. You know, we are here We're also I not talking about Dancing not. with the Stars. <laughs> I saw the movie when <laughs> I was Or Gravity. Like, We're not no. even talking about Gravity. I saw, it, I saw it when I was a kid, right? Yeah. And then now I'm grown up, clearly. And I see it again, and when he says nobody puts baby in a corner, watch the movie again. Baby's seat in the corner is one of the best seats in the place. <laughs> like, she's got a clear view yeah, of the Yeah, she's got a clear view. It's actually a really good seat. <laughs> she should have pointed. She should have said, well, I, you know what? I have a great I, seat. I get what you're doing. You're sticking up for me, but this is actually, I can see everything. The sight lines are great from this corner. Because if I'm in that second row, I'm kind of short, and that man's head is very big. Yeah, nobody they put puts her in the in middle the of the table. Yeah. Like her, yeah, so she's in a corner, but it's the perfect place. Nobody puts baby in a corner except the Mater D, but he knows what he's doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, gravity. Yes. There so you gravity. go. Yes, That's our thoughts um, on gravity. Are there yes. any more thoughts on gravity? <laughs> I can't wait to see it because I have no idea where it's going. And, and if you guys do know, don't tell me. I'm so excited that this movie has somewhere. It's it's going to be well, it, somewhere else. It can't yeah. just be in that. Preview. The trailer suggest that the dilemma is that they get jettisoned from their craft, but right. it can't be no. an hour and a half of them grasping for stuff, right, <laughs> as they float is, away. <laughs> it's an hour and a half of them... Ho- <laughs> and she can't It's open like water in space. It's a best kind of trailer. Here's what their pr- problem is. Come see the movie to find out what happens next, instead of seeing everything, like we just saw the Grudge Match trailer, which is a boxing movie, and they show you everything right up to the final oh, match. That's right. So you just kind of twiddle in your thumbs waiting to get to that final match when you see the film itself. Michael has something to say. Oh, Michael's getting ready to talk. He's in his something to say pose. <laughs> I submit to you. That's yes. how you know I got something uh, maybe fake important to say. Good. I submit to you <laughs> Tell us. that much like the post-apocalyptic thrillers that came out this year starring Will Smith, After Earth, or uh, Matt Damon, or Tom Cruise, where there's almost nobody left on Earth, and it's one or two characters alone on the planet. The handsomest shall survive. This is another one of those movies, even though it's not post-apocalyptic. It's relying heavily on the 
the, the star status of only one or two people in an isolated area. And none of those movies really performed all that well. So I submit to you that the star vehicles in post-apocalyptic worlds or all alone for the entire movie, it's just not enough in today's box office. Need to put them in space. Space is the same. <laughs> space All is the alone. same. Oh, so you don't I think, think it's going to do well. Castaway. I think Castaway it's do, is the only one that did it. I think it's going to do. I think it's going to do ninety Earth. domestic. That's right. Ninety dollars domestic. Ninety <laughs> domestic, and ninety-five dollars foreign. Ooh. So what we yeah. know is because of the when, price no. of the. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What we know is that when Michael does this. There's a whole lot of knowledge about to be dropped. Yeah. That's Numbers, right. Numbers, too. I, should, I wish Math. I had a knowledge drop uh, to play. I'm, doing a, I'm making a new movie called Operation Knowledge Drop, where I have like this big plane <laughs> full of knowledge, yeah. and I drop it all over like a, a war-torn... Ray Liotta and Danny Glover. Yeah. you could time your knowledge drop with the sound that the actual plane going over, I will be impressed. So please drop knowledge the next time a plane comes over. It's about a really dumb city that has no knowledge, and then we drop knowledge on yeah. the city. And then uh, and it's a rapper, and he goes, I'm here to drop some knowledge. It's a little cool yeah, yeah. And he drops knowledge. He's and he a leaves. good actor. What he is. Almost every rapper is a good actor. Think about it. Name musician one is a good actor. I saw that movie, what was it, where the guy was being running for his life and he was a rapper and I couldn't stop watching it. Paul, remember you left the house and I was. I was surviving the game with Ice-T. No, I think that was just surveillance. Ice-T was so good. Ice-T's I could stop. a really good actor. Ice-T was awesome. Eminem's a good actor. Oh. They're all good. Now, could 50 Cent and Ice-T be in gravity? No. And hold your attention for two hours. If there's a romance aspect, it would be an odd mix. Well, <laughs> as we've established, there is no romance in this movie. Are you sure? There hasn't been Wait a minute. Years. Has there ever been a black astronaut? A black or not? A black oh astronaut? Oh, my God. What's <laughs> that? Black astronaut. Maybe we should stick no, around. That space. sounds like an early, uh, like a 1999 movie with right? like Method Man and Red Man. And it's like black astronaut, black and astronaut. it's like he's got the joint in his mouth, and, and he it's has like, to have a really big, big helmet because yeah. he has an afro. Is that what Astro, we're saying? Astro pot. They get I a spaceship. It, I thought it was some going to be some astro pot. They get a shit, a shit, a shit. What? They have a shit shape. Like what? Like a bong. Anyway. Okay. They made that movie. It's oh, called Soul thank Plane. You. There what? is one astronaut, Leon Bluford. Bluford? Yeah. Leon Bluford. When did he go into space? I'll find out. Oh, all right. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie is in, on when it. did he go the into facts, space? As she I'd like to does. know if he's gone into space and if he's oh, returned. Oh, shit. Oh, no, he didn't die. Please don't. <laughs> he was on the Challenger. No! He was on the Challenger? No. No. The one black astronaut was on the Challenger. That's awful. That poor <laughs> that man. sucks. Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, really I would does. just like to take a moment uh, to say that. Is it, does any of this get edited out? Because I did the voice of a black guy that I wrote. <laughs> I, no, I've been but re- we leave in your reprieve. <laughs> yeah. I deeply regret the black character that uh, I portrayed. But he was in a movie where he's smoking pot in yeah, space. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's how he so would it's sound. it's an exaggerated but, no, yeah. Yeah. comedy character. Aww. That's not my Denzel Washington voice. No, well, no. we've all Des- learned. Dennis Haysburg. We've all learned a little means. something today about astronauts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, We're oh. safe. It was a different challenger. Oh, good. Okay. But, but is he alive? <laughs> it, was a, it was a different challenger? Yeah, it was, you know, it was just a guy who had a big challenge in his life or something. <laughs> no, he drove a new Dodge. It was He was in a Dodge Challenger. Oh, no. It still blew up, but with the big rims on it. That challenger, right? Oh, my God. Oh it's awful. Okay. Well, uh, can we start over, Paul? Write all of your complaints to Jamie. You can just send your complaints to her. Listen, if we cleared up one thing yes, we for the listening public, up. gravity, despite the names on the marquee, is not a romance. Oh, right? yeah, Paul? 
Well, I happen to have a clip from the film. Yes. It is the final NASA transmissions from Houston as the two astronauts float through space with one another. Oh, okay. It's actually pretty sexy. Why don't we just give it a listen? Right. Yeah. Give your oxygen tanks a stir. We've got a lot of thruster activity here, Houston. Thrusting. Jesus. Flight, the heart rates are skyrocketing. Uh-oh. Heart rates. They're all over the place. They keep going close to gimbal lock. Gimbal lock. Well, I suggest you gentlemen invent a way to put a square peg in a round hole. Oh, oh that hurts. Uh, Houston, we got a pretty large bang there. Ooh, bang. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I think that... I, I don't think I want to have Square peg and round hole. Peg. That's a euphemism. That was all sexier now than it was the first time you heard that. You never realized that. And it was in a the, sexy movie, Apollo 13. It's very sexy. Well, especially with all those hot male actors in there putting their pegs in each other's holes. And in the end, like the Voyager <laughs> 1 rocket, they reach the end of our solar system where they find not God, not Buddha, but Ryan Reynolds. <gasps> and they all have a big freeway. Right, I'm telling you, it's a romantic comedy. It. Okay, listen. Uh, we have another movie to get to. And if you thought Gravity was a vague title, here comes a movie whose title is twice as vague. Runner, runner, Lee. <laughs> Just when you thought you had seen all the Runner films, Blade Runner, The Indian Runner, The Kite Runner, here comes Runner Runner, and no, it's not a typo, no, it's not a typo. Now, don't pay too much attention to the trailers, or else you'll get confused, and same goes with the hair. Every once in a while, a movie comes along whose plot is so indecipherable that we're forced to just sum it up as a high-stakes game of cat and mouse. Runner Runner may just be one of those movies. Now, we think Runner Runner is the story of a poor grad student who cracks an online poker game, mm -hmm. Justin Timberlake. The guy equivalent of a nerdy girl with glasses plays the poor grad student trapped in a world that has never known the concept of student loans. <laughs> so he's forced to play online poker to pay off his $60,000 tuition bill. When the poker game goes bust, he arranges a face-to-face -face meeting with the man he thinks cheated him, a sly offshore entrepreneur. Ooh. Quicker than you can say, how do you like them apples? Ben Affleck shows up as the slippery Ooh. entrepreneur, and the whole movie goes goodwill hunting with guns. And if we found out one thing about the movies in the last couple months, it's that everybody loves Ben Affleck. <laughs> I'm going to let that one sit. <laughs> if only Adam Sandberg showed up to help him dance and charm his way out of this predicament. It's Andy Sandberg. But the funny part is, <laughs> when he was in a movie with Adam Sandler, we made that very joke. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> At least that's what we think happens in Runner Runner. There are two trailers cut to present two entirely different movies here, depending on where it's being shown and who's watching. Some lines and action are even shown in different angles, as the result is n neither trailer coherently tells us what the film is about. Now, the press department for the studio didn't even release a synopsis of the story, but rather, they just sent a picture of the board where the darts landed. Timberlake's darts landed on up-and-coming tech genius, while Affleck's dart landed on the heavy. Now, another dart landed on tropical eye candy, and, of course, a fourth dart landed on the obligatory hip-hop music. Yes, put them all in the blender. Runner Runner offers another chance to try and hate Justin Timberlake and fail. And try and hate Ben Affleck and succeed. Now, I hate to give away free ideas to the Warner Brothers, but... When I see Affleck and Timberlake together, well, there's your Batman and Robin. You're welcome. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so you say we could be confused by the hair in this movie. Both Karen and I noticed this when we were watching the trailer, that yes. both Justin's hair and Ben's hair seemed a little too good. Justin's more more than Ben's hair yeah. pieces. Well, uh, hair uh, accents. 
You know, women like weaves for yes. guys. Yes, I, I was just gonna say you have the uh, you you know we all know that women will get the the hair, the fake hair, and they'll stick it in there. Extensions, yes. They'll have their hair nice and long, and that's just common, and it's not a big deal. So maybe these gentlemen are just starting that thing yeah. that Lee wanted. Where one oh, day you wear my, your, yes. your punk hair, no. the next day you wear your go-to-office hair. The totally want to bring that into vogue, where I can just show up one day with a completely different yeah. head of hair. Bruce Willis, right behind you on that poster, does that. Yes! Whatever the movie needs, he's got yeah. the hair for it. And nobody oh, goes, yeah. hey, wait a minute, you're trying to fool anybody. No, this ah. is my evening hair. It goes good with the suit. No, but I submit to you that at this point in their lives that Ben Affleck and Timberlake both have hair. And that uh, it's not like Bruce Willis where we know he's bald. This is my contention, but there's a conspiracy theory out there otherwise. I'm I, I'm if, making I'm not being critical. I'm just saying if you look at the the texture and the quality with in Zapruder like efficiency. It's right. It's like cords of <laughs> thick hair and they're both forty, so well, I at wonder... least No we no. Who's not? Uh, a- Affleck's like 42, but uh, Timberlake is like 34. He's 78. 35. That's the secret. <laughs> no, no. I also think that they don't have He's a lot in of college say. in the movie. <laughs> don't you know they can't do that? I, I, th- I think they don't have a lot of say in what's done with their hair, do they? I mean, it comes down to the person who is no, directing I think the I th- film and, and doing the art. No, it's just star oh. vehicles. Really? You get to have any kind of hair you want if you agree to be in the movie. That's the yeah. deal. You All know? right. Is that how you ended up with all that hair? You've got a lot of hair. I told the movie guys. Yeah. I told the movie guys I'll do that. I want to play a guy with lots of hair. You have very thick, (laughs) puffy hair. Yeah, it's a lovely. They did a good job. Yeah, that I had. I had it 15 minutes before the show started. You were bald when you came in. The guy in my the the character I'm playing on this show (laughs) has lots of hair. He has a lot of hair. If I come back. I might have. I might play a guy with no hair. You Who's don't know. Character? I just want that to be acceptable in regular society for me to just show up with a completely different hair scheme. Well, you are at a new job, so you should have just started from day one. I should have wearing just, some crazy hair. Just rotate them in, <laughs> as if that's how it's done. Yeah. That's what I do. Why not? Come You're... in with a full-on Michael Landon one day. <laughs> next day, total Kojak. Absolutely. <laughs> Corporate meeting next day. Yeah. That's right. Oh my god. And what would be great is you're so new. Nobody feels that they can say anything to exactly. you. Exactly. They don't know me. I'm using a fake name as it is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know what's weird is people wouldn't say anything not to insult you, but it's actually way more insulting not to say something. I would rather people come up to me and go, "You've got spinach in your teeth?" Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, I would rather do they they're saving you a lot of embarrassment or please take off that crazy <laughs> lion's mane. You know where I got this that idea? That you were to work. <laughs> I got this idea from from uh, hanging out with with gay guys, just like in West All Hollywood. Right? No, here's this is interesting. They yes. have a great. They have this great like allowance in life where they can just one day dress as a cowboy and nobody really minds, and the next day they're the executive, and the third day they're the preppy, and they're like, oh, you're just fashionable. That's because they're the village people. <laughs> that's what's happening there. <laughs> well, that's where I got the idea. I don't know. So you should just every day is Halloween. Every for these day, yes, gay and guys. it's great, and they've got this great that's their liberty favorite. I heard that's their favorite thing about being gay is the is wardrobes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I can't. If I showed up as a cowboy at work one day, that's when people will pull me aside and go, "Look, okay, we <laughs> <laughs> the holster was a bit much, and the chaps, we gotta, we gotta talk." Yeah. Oh, the chaps awesome. and nothing else. <laughs> chaps. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. proper that's for the, the key workplace. to chaps is no, no other clothing. Right. Move the holster, holster to the front, and we're fine. So again, we've trailed so off uh, of the. So that's runner, runner. Here, Does anyone Everybody here want to see runner, runner? I do. I want to see it. I'll but see it. 
You implied that runner runner doesn't make sense, but I I thought everyone knows that's a poker term, right? Yeah, that's a poker term. I oh, did not okay. know. Is that, right. is what what, what doesn't make sense is watching the trailer. Watching, we watched one trailer. It was a condensed trailer. Didn't know what it was about. We started watching totally different trailer. Like, ah, now we'll know what it's about. Still don't really know yeah. what it's about. And yeah. like we said in the preview, it has different camera angles of the same scene. <laughs> this is a month of that too. Go out and watch the trailer for the counselor, the Ridley Scott movie. No clue what that's about. A guy's getting in trouble, and there's a girl there. That's like the whole plot. And they keep reminding me of No No Country for Old Men, which is going to get me to go see it. Yes. Because it is a, is a Coen it's Brothers. From, no, it's from Cormac McCarthy, the, oh. the writer, though. Oh, well, then Who, I'm out. Runner, runner? I'm out. No, the counselor. Oh, okay. That's so you got week. excited about not this movie. Not no, That's all we're <laughs> saying. I love the fact Runner, Runner is going to, you know, it's taking advantage of that beloved poker movie market. Right. Where one of them made six million dollars once. Wait, did you yeah. say six dollars? No, no, six, six million is actually terrible. You don't count the. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't, you don't count the uh, oceans movies, right? Because those are heist. The movies. problem is just because celebrities love poker doesn't mean that they translate into movies, and they never have. There's been no hit poker movies. There've been good ones, but no hits. Right. You know, is Gabe Kaplan in this one? Because maybe this will be that'll be <coughs> what puts it over the edge there. I have a. T- <laughs> Because yeah, he's a big the poker g- commentator. The, 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 yeah, oh, there, that's it's right. been a that's long right. time since there was a Gabe Kaplan star vehicle. Too. I immediately that's... went to Fast Break, <laughs> yes. which is a great movie. <laughs> yes, but I didn't. I forgot all about his extracurricular curricular activities as Pokers, a poker yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's huge in poker. That guy made more I'm money not. from poker than he did from the Sweat Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that yeah. Jennifer Tilly's huge in poker. That. That's true. Mm-hmm. She's really yeah, good. She she made it into the big uh, World Series mm-hmm. yeah. against dudes. Yeah. Against dudes. And then we haven't seen her act much. <laughs> I guess that's her new thing. So there you go. She made a but lot of money movie. in poker. I would like to say this about the Ocean's Eleven game, because I brought them up briefly. I'm I thought put those were great movies. I'm going to put an article up on uh, themovieguys.net explaining my theory about those guys. Deborah Zane and Steven Soderbergh, when they cast that movie, cast three guys in the leads, Damon, Pitt, and Clooney. And I don't know how they predicted that they would be the biggest things in... Hollywood. Now they were big when they when so they, they got had on some board. Momentum Clooney going had some in. stuff going. Yeah, they yeah, also yeah. go. But like those three guys embody what's the best about Hollywood. They star in big time money making movies, but they have projects that are that are prestige based, and everything you see, everything they do, you want to see. Even uh, like we bought a zoo. You're like Matt Damon, Cameron Crowe. I'm gonna go see it. Terrible, but you're gonna <laughs> go see it. You're gonna go see what these guys are doing. Promised Land is that the last Damon one with? Uh, yes. Oh yeah, right. I saw with it. the gas. Gus and Van Sant yeah. reuniting with yeah. the Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. How are you not gonna see that? Looks smart. Was smart. I didn't think it was all that great, but you're gonna go see it. The longer you talk about it, the the, the worse your case is getting. Yes, your case is falling <laughs> like, apart. Every a single bit. person I mentioned, I hate every one of their movies. <laughs> right, but I can give you the ones that were great though. Behind the Candelabra just came out. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. a yeah. movie on Showtime mm-hmm. with uh, Damon and uh, uh, Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas. Did you World see War Z, biggest hit of Brad Pitt's career? Oh, yes. overseas, well, right? Oh. No, two hundred million uh, domestic. Really? Yeah. Is that his biggest movie? Yeah. Oh my God. Bigger than Troy, or whatever else, his biggest movie. Wow. So. And Clooney's got Oscars coming out all over the place, and Again, gravity will be big. You learn something listening to the show. I'm learning yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think sure. you think just oh, yeah. those guys are the embody the best of Hollywood, if you ask me. As I far agree. as movie stars go, and easy on the eyes. With you and Not your that friends I, in I'm West just Hollywood. Saying. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, we're all familiar with the standard list of credits at the beginning of a movie, oh, and with this Runner Runner, Ben Affleck got the and credit. Oh, what do you mean? 
Like it stars Justin Timberlake, Gemma Arterton, who was smoking hot. That's mm-hmm. not in the credit though. I added that part. <laughs> and Ben Affleck. You got the and Ben Affleck. I have a question about that's that. That's the Tom Bosley credit from him. It Hampton. is. Yeah. yeah. As Howard Cunningham. But I is that to say it I always you thought that was <laughs> I always thought that was like, eh, and this guy. But it's a prestige thing? Oh, yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. I think so it's What's right behind you? And Bruce Willis. Now, he's not the meh guy yeah. from Alpha Dog. There's an Alpha Dog poster in here. But it always felt like just a tag on. He's and, run everybody uh, else, but we got Bruce Willis, too. Uh, okay. When I was a little kid, I thought Anne was, was sucked, right? I thought so, too. But yeah. then I grew up, and I realized Anne's the best thing about life, you know? <laughs> Hang on, though. The Gilligan Island thing, Gilligan's Island, and the rest well, is kind of shitty. Oh, no, but oh, no, and the rest doesn't count because you're not saying names. Right, you go, the Gilligan, <laughs> uh, the Skipper, Skipper too. too. The movie, movie star. Perhaps it's the worst and thing because the yeah, they don't say No, no, no. Names. The movie the star and, and, the, and, the, and, his and his wife. The millionaire. Uh, the millionaire and his wife. The movie, the movie star, star and, and the rest. rest. No, and the you, professor. You know what? Yeah, you assume. No, they change it to that. You assume and the rest means there's going to be nine or ten other characters. There's only two more, right? And there's only two more that sound actually better if you name them in the rhyme scheme. Yes! So they've gone out of their way. They've even screwed themselves over <laughs> to, to not give the Professor and Marianne credit. People love the Professor and Marianne. And it sounds with Professor and, and Marianne. Marianne. Yeah. And the rest doesn't go. <laughs> So they're like, yeah, we know. They probably even sang it to them that season. They're like, you are aware that if you say our names, it's actually, it sounds better. better. Yeah, we're going with and the rest. (laughs) Mystery Science Theater did a film Russell Johnson starred in. And his first entrance, one of the guys, the robots or something said, what's all this and the rest crap? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was This Island Earth, maybe? I don't know. Was he in that? Anyway. Uh, But... Yes. Credits mean a lot. We want to explain them to you. So you've got your starring, introducing. There's also and, as we mentioned. And for mm-hmm. example, uh, Meet the Fockers, starring Ben Stiller, Robert De Niro, and Barbara Streisand. Oh, big yeah. deal, big name tag. Yeah. Now yeah. I see. Now I see. You even have and as, for instance, Howard Cunningham or Apollo 13, starring Kevin Bacon, Bill Paxton, and Tom Hanks as Jim Lovell. Oh. oh and, and These are the credits we all know and love. But as we like to say, we're not just here to entertain. We're here to educate. I think we've already said that tonight. And we're so we'd like to here. take a moment to share with you a few of the more obscure but still very important movie credits. Many of you are probably familiar but didn't realize these were actually credits. That's true, Paul. I don't think a lot of people know that The Godfather Part Three was officially credited as starring Al Pacino, Andy Garcia, and my dad's the director, Sofia Coppola. That's true. <laughs> That's a very special credit you get. Yeah, and did you realize, did any of you know that The Graduate's official IMDb credits are starring Dustin Hoffman and Bancraft <laughs> Croft and Look for Richard Dreyfus? Oh, yes, the Look for credit. Yes, yes, I screwed up my only famous. line. <laughs> you got another card. That's all right. <laughs> Many probably don't know that 2007's Knocked Up is officially listed as starring Seth Rogen, Catherine Heigl, and married to Judd Apatow, Leslie Mann. Oh, she's true. racked up quite a few of those. Oh, so yeah. funny people, and uh, yeah, et cetera. Uh, Harrison Ford, one of the biggest names in the business, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He actually combined the and as while forging a new credit listing Ooh. when he appeared in his first film, Dead Heat on a Merry-Go-Round, which starred Lee Marvin and Harrison Ford as third voucher. You can see it's SAG. Yeah, they might not If you want to be in SAG, you need a voucher to collect three in the end. There's actually a parenthetical here in the script, folks. Explain as necessary. That's really just... I think I just did. I think that's just for my family who who may not understand that that in order to get your SAG card, you can do it by getting three vouchers or by appearing on our show. Okay, excellent. The line forms over there. (laughs) They just want your money. Phil Collins fin- er, final. Oh my God! I hope he doesn't die now. What if Phil Collins you put dies the now? Why would he die? Because I said final appearance. Oh my God! Please don't die, Phil. She put Collins. the movie guy's okay. whammy on him. 
Phil Collins. It's a Volpe whammy. It's a, I claim nothing to do with that. <laughs> you, you can't die by someone screwing up a line. On I hope not. Radio. If he dies, I'm gonna. Okay, Jamie, you stay on top of that. Okay. Phil Collins' first appearance on film was as an extra in The Beatles' A Hard Day's Night as, hey guys, that's my elbow. We know people. people like that. I was one of those on uh, U.S. Marshals. That's my elbow? Yeah. yeah the, you, that's my elbow credits. That's, my, that's elbow. my elbow was my favorite 1970s sitcom. Where like, With, a woman, uh, the guy's mom dies and comes back as his Marla elbow. Marla Gibbs, right? Yeah. yeah. Marla Gibbs. That was <laughs> well, a spinoff. The actual, actually, uh, one of the most famous one of these yes. is, of course, Kevin Costner, as we all know, was in The Big Chill, uh, where he was credited as, that's me right there. Yeah. Hey. He was dead in that, wasn't he? He was the guy in the coffin. Oh. We learned you something right there well, about credits. See, a lot of people don't know about the film industry. Well, we as comedians will tell you all about it. <laughs> Just as Jon Stewart will tell you about politics. Right. right? It actually is kind of cool because it lets you know that everyone starts somewhere. I want a look for credit. I really want, hey, look for, look for Lee. He's in there. Look yeah. for. <laughs> that usually means you're in a crowd. Like, that's my elbow. That's very distinct. Hey, mm -hmm. that's me right there. That's, you know, some good screen time. The look for credit, usually you're in like a mass of people. Look for me. I'm in the back. That's I said true. I was my shoulder, uh, my elbow was in U.S. Marshals. It was actually my shoulder. For when you go to look, it's my shoulder. But let me ask you this. Yes. Do you add those things onto IMDb as part I of don't. your oeuvre? No, no. some people because have full credit. Yeah, no, some I've met some so ladies in this town who, like, their IMDb is amazing, yeah. but if their landlord ever catches them, they're going to get kicked out of their apartment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Every one of them is uncredited, but who's going to read that? You're just going to yeah. see the list of titles and go, what? Oh, there's somebody. We've no, no one's going to do that. You're just going to look. You're just going to know that they're they've never done anything. Exactly. I think that we're pretty I would like savvy to, think to that. that. Man, I hope so. God, I yeah, hope it's, so. it works hey, in reverse. All right. So for let's just real quick go around the table. I know we've all done it. I did when we first moved here. I did extra work on the movie Tomcats with Tom Arnold and a hottie. What was her name? Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. Oh, and I sat right behind them in a dinner scene, and uh, it was hot, and I got sunburned. And, Tom um, Arnold's in that yeah. movie? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I thought he was. I don't Jerry know. Jerry O'Connell's in it. Jerry O'Connell, maybe? Yeah, I didn't they're see not, him. They're never confused. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> I like to say I'm a movie guy, but I'll admit to not knowing uh, the credits of Tomcats. What, what, uh, what other extra work have you guys done? I have nothing amazingly embarrassing. Sorry, Karen. I've, uh -huh. I've never done extra work because, you know. But I lied. Because, you know, I know you do. Are you kidding? I have, like, the worst extra work ever. It's like the what first movie? thing. I've been in bad movies. It was a TV show. <laughs> I spoke in them, but they were bad. Yeah, what were they? Just bad things. Go to his IMDb. I had a good... Michael uh, Galbart. My first large role in a TV movie was with Eric Estrada and... Kate Jackson and Maureen McCormick. Oh, my God. And You're not convincing me this was bad, Dude, Michael. Vaseline. <laughs> There's so much Vaseline on that lens when you say this to me. That's no, and there were other ones. It was surreal, <laughs> you know, because of my first part, and I'm, like, talking to, I'm talking to Marsha Brady all day. We're and singing, Punch. And we're singing songs together. Yeah. Yeah, Punch was awesome. He seems cool. Yeah, he I've never a heard a nice. bad word about Punch. No, no. Well, some people go. I gotta lose my paunch. I, I've gained too much well, yeah. weight, but yeah, that's that. the, that's negative. But that was that was your that's you, the worst you, joke you, you ever. It really was. I enjoyed I'm that so you upset. went for it. No, there was I'm a Miss Piggy Kermit the Frog joke earlier. That yeah, really yeah, yeah. That, that was not he our shining moment. He made me say that. I, I, like, I was new on the show at the time, uh, so I didn't want to say anything. But that was a low moment. You know, when we were having the writing meeting, that made me feel good about saying the paunch thing. When we were having the writing meeting, Lee came out and he said, "I'm writing the worst joke ever," and he wrote that joke. And then I looked at the script and I'm like. 
You gave me the worst joke ever. You sold it so good. Sold you started it. No, yeah. I was like, go for There's it. There's nothing better than someone who commits to something they don't even want to do. Uh, you know. Thank you. I actually was jealous that I didn't know to write it with the pigs in space. I tried. Uh, that's when she sold I'm it. Trying to save it. Yeah. That was all you care. Thank you. But Kermit the Frog wasn't in Pigs in Space. Shut up. That's a technicality. Muppets yeah. in Space, which is a so movie. The worst joke on the show is not even true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Ponch. We completely retract it. Yeah, yeah. No, Lee, pon- I, yeah. Ponch is true. Let's, Spelled differently. But what crappy thing did you do extra work in? I can't in? even Hell begin. Um, I can't even begin. We're not taping this, are we? No, yes, no. We are. It's just us right oh, here. Yeah. Uh, the, the very garage. first acting job I had in Hollywood was for a, a Discovery or Health Channel show where some doctor was talking about plastic surgery, and he ended up being the doctor that got like run out of town or convicted for something. He, he did some... Did he kill that rapper's mother? I think that was the guy. The, uh, there was a rapper who had some... Uh, his his mother, mom died. Yeah. She had worked on in like a really... Sketchy, Sketchy yeah. kind of... Um, what is that called? It's like a... a Arby's? No, one of those those strip malls. Strip mall clinics, yeah. yeah. But anyway, he uh, he had a sh- he had a show, and it was a series about plastic surgery. So they needed all these like semi nude models to come out and lay around in like this huge orgy. Oh, it's horrible! Can't believe I'm admitting this. And uh, we, it, uh, what? hey, I yes. mentioned U.S. Marshals. <laughs> okay, well, not helping people. But anyway. Um, we, yeah, we we were had you naked? we all had to be kind of like Shut mostly up. naked, we, and it was this weird moment where we all come out in our robes and we're all just like standing on this real sterile set. You've been on a set; and it's just the middle of a, a, an airplane hangar studio, you know. And they're like, "Okay, we need you to lay down in this big pile of flesh." All guys? Gonna... No, no, it was mixed. Yeah, it was mixed. Oh well, that sounds all yeah, right. I mean, yeah. What are you complaining about? I don't think you had to wear a sock that. on your junk. It was hilarious. Did they Chili give you peppers the sock? wear socks yes. on their junk? They gave you like they gave you like the movie sock. But they did the girls get anything? Yeah, they gave uh, Merkins. They all had Merkins. Oh, that's awesome. The girls oh. had Merkins. It was, that's awesome. it was, I, I still don't know why this is bad. That. <laughs> <laughs> was that when the gay guys told you it's okay to wear fake hair? <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I was still wearing chaps and a gun holster. I don't understand that, but yes. So yeah, we were just, and it was in some sketchy studio in Hollywood, and uh, and he would come out, and they they laid us in this big pile of, of flesh, and then the camera just hovered over us and would pass over our body parts, and so you never nobody ever saw their face or anything, and it was just like an elbow or a thigh or a leg or something, and it was and the movie was it was a show called oh. uh, Plastic Surgery. Oh well, there's Plastic Surgery. Yeah, there you go. And, oh, and I it, forgot the top wait part. Wait a minute. <laughs> All that nude stuff, I like forgot. What the hell you started? All with. drifted into Never Never Land. <laughs> and like, and it, it was sound probably like there was film in the camera even. <laughs> just some guy masturbating like. <laughs> While people's elbows and arms are exposed. No, wait a minute. So it was non-union. You probably yes. got sixty-four dollars. Uh, seventy-five. Oh my. Seventy-five. Yeah, that's not the best ever. That's not great. <laughs> it. I literally stepped off the turnip truck into this, into into that, a into that, a cock sock in a robe. That's basically. <laughs> the That's how they get you. Everybody comes yeah. in here and they're like, "Oh, I'll do whatever," and you end up doing some weird it's, stuff. It's those damn turnip trucks. People yeah. gotta stay off of those. <laughs> Everyone who gets off a turnip truck always. Their life goes horribly. Always end up naked somewhere. Yeah, no, yeah, everyone always, their, their shit story always involves getting off a turnip cr- truck. Yeah. They might want to per- stop going on them. <laughs> Never goes well. That's where I went wrong. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. listen, as you know, we're thrilled to bring our listeners previews of what's new in theaters every week. 
But it occurred to us here at the oh, movie guys yeah. that what really matters is what you, the viewing public, thinks. I've always said that. Sure, we're movie guys, so of course we know all sorts of smart things about movies. For example, I can tell you what four other actors were considered to play Han Solo in Star Wars. Al Pacino, Christopher Walken, Nick Nolte, and Burt Reynolds. Boom. And Adam, Adam knows the correct way to pronounce Timur Bekmambetov. Timur Bekmambetov. Lee, he can <laughs> recite the most banal and arcane movie lines from really unpopular movies. Very exciting. As a luggage problem, I believe I have just the thing. And Karen, well, Karen knows way too much about Bill Murray. He is both an actor and a comedian. Bill Murray was born William J. Murray on September 21st, my anniversary, 1950, in Wilmette, Illinois. The fifth of nine children, and his sister is a nun. Okay, thank he you. He started... Oh, okay. <clears throat> the, the point is... That despite our pedigrees, more often than not, the real insight and analysis is offered not by self-professed movie aficionados like us, but by you, the real moviegoer. And that's why we'd like to take a moment to read some of your previews of this week's movies in a segment we're calling YouTube Movie Review. Now here's where we check out the comments you've posted after watching the trailers on YouTube. Your smart observant and articulate, so let's see what you have to say about this week's upcoming releases. Let's start with Gravity. For example, Prim Q. Rosie said, I can't wait to watch this movie. Well, Arnold G. said, loud, obnoxious bitch gets stuck in space. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Frito Pendejo says, fucking die, Bullock. Been waiting ages for this. Moondog says, Sound like she getting bang hard LMAO. Oh, I think we have that clip there that Moondog must have listened to to make such a statement. I mean, it's sex, I guess, if she's having it with Megatron. <laughs> Moondog got, oh. Moon got six likes for that, by the way, his comment. <laughs> oh and I'm following him now because he's clearly got his finger on the pulse of movies. That's so upsetting Somebody tells me, me every trailer Moondog watches, somebody's like getting, getting bang hard to I like, him. Sound like she's getting bang hard. I'd like love Moondog to go, sound like she getting bang tenderly. LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> like, to use different adjectives. <laughs> LMFAO. And finally, yes. Spazilla sure. says... Actually, this movie was shot digital on the RE Alexa, which only creates 2K resolution files. So I'm guessing the IMAX is going to be digital IMAX, not like film IMAX, which is 70 millimeter film, like some shots from the Batman trilogy. Still going to be a great movie, though. <laughs> Thank God Spazilla was here. <laughs> I know. Shed the tech that was light know, on him. He dropped astute. the tech bomb on everybody. Oh. There's he, all sorts of bombs being dropped this show. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed that thing. He dropped the knowledge bomb. He, uh, I got to say, uh, going back to Mr. Frito Bendejo. Yes. Um, why does he want her to die and he's been waiting ages for this? He's been waiting a long time for her to You didn't like Demolition die? Man? Has I don't she know. never died in a movie before? Like sure. well, I, I think he wants her to die in real life. But yeah. He doesn't I, understand that she's not going to pass away in I, real life even. He so, might be sad about that. I don't know if Karen keeps talking about her. Well, the Karen curse no. on her. Now, when Phil Collins passes away, Frito Bandejo is going to say, fucking die, <laughs> Phil Collins! Sandra, Sandra Bullock's been America's sweetheart for a long time, and yeah. you can't wait for her to die in a movie? Well, according to Mr. Frito Bentejo, not in Mexico is she any kind of I sweetheart. would just not go to the movie rather than Watch hoping, her die. Yeah, hoping for her death. Thank That's you. So, un so unseemly. I expect more from Frito Bendito. <laughs> But 
you know, Arnold G, he sort of should, I think he's hanging out with Frito Bandero because he says, loud, obnoxious bitch, get stuck in space. It's not like she gets stuck in space. She was on a mission. She's a doctor, as we learned earlier. I submit to you that these gentlemen are living lives of quiet desperation. They're <laughs> not, uh, I, I, if any of them met Sandra or Sandra oh. Bullock, they would, uh, very nice to meet you, Miss Bullock. That's Frito Bandito. Okay, you're doing another voice. dialect of a, of a. No, but the guy's Frito Bandito. He's not going to be dialect. British. That's not a British guy. I, I think they would like to meet her. I think the moon dog would like to bang her hard. No, he would, would say, Miss Miss Bullock, I would love to make love to you sweetly and kindly. Moon, what's See? Moon, what's moon dog Asian? Like, how <laughs> many, I don't know no, what voice is. Like, These, I, well, the point is, I've just figured <laughs> yes, out for yes, the first Michael, time in my point? life. I figured out for the first time in my life. I don't know if anyone's going to be in this with me. Yes. But. There's some All for angry, one here, buddy. angry men out there on the internet <laughs> I've who heard. are saying things they would never say in real life. I think he's right. Yeah. Now, the only one I agree with is Mr. Spazilla. Because he's you don't know anything about the Alexa camera. All right, let's move on to Runner Runner before you start talking about you know what he's Spazilla. I've got your back. All right, what are people saying about Runner Runner? Well, Paul, Bruce Wayne says oh. no relation. The, oh. This guy is gonna... Prove us all wrong and probs be the best damn Batman ever. And he knows because he's Bruce Wayne. That's right. But wait a second. Shouldn't it be he's going to prove you all wrong? Like, why is (gasps) he still part of the wrongness? Like, if he's agreeing that he's (laughs) going to be good, why is he he already anticipating he's going to be incorrect if he's the one that, (laughs) that believes it? Like he went out of his way to log on. He had put his code, like his username and password, and then he had that to say. I don't think right. he typed this. I think Bruce Wayne has. I was gonna say you would oh. think Bruce Publicist. Wayne would put more yeah. thought to these things, but I'm guessing. Uh, I have the next one here. It's a little complicated. Oflo Romero. Oh, I used to drive an Oflo Romero. Right. Uh, four he speed. He says. <laughs> Fuck this guy is gonna be Batman. Please kill me now. <coughs> and there's four exclamation points. He is gonna ruin it all for the next twenty years. R.I.P. Christian Bale. Even if you're still pretty much alive, he put that in parentheses because okay. he wasn't sure if Christian Bale was alive. Damn, you set the bar pretty high. It's fucking unreachable. One, two, three, four, five, six exclamation points. Let me tell you something about this guy. Yes. First of all, why are they Late all on killing me. real I people? Know. There's so much because they're anonymous. Yeah, I don't think I understand. uh, They don't even understand the difference between a movie character death and a real (laughs) death. They also don't understand happy endings in movies. I say Sandra Bullock's gonna live. I do too. And let me tell you this. Yes. About that guy, Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo, yeah, Romeo, I think. He's wrong. Affleck's gonna be great. I think Affleck's gonna be great. Yeah, I think he's a stupid moron. If you're listening, okay. Yeah. So he's a stupid moron. Yeah. <laughs> but Leslie Mann, oh, we don't want to. Well, no, we I know like Le- Leslie. No, I don't Leslie slam Mann. Leslie Mann. Yeah. I wouldn't say anything. I'm never so, going to say derogatory things about any of these people. All right. Would you Except bang Ben Affleck? Leslie Mann? What? Would you bang Leslie Mann? I would make sweet love sweet to love her to if she were divorced. As Frito Bandejo. If I had a script that I was trying to sell to, like, if I was close to a script sale with. Uh, Judd Apatow, yeah. and they had broken up, there'd be no sex with Leslie Mann ever. But if uh, he would, if he said, I'm never buying your scripts anyway, there you go. I'm not working with you, and I, I think you're a fine gentleman, and I would be thrilled if you uh, <laughs> took uh, my ex-wife. 
I would then do it. I, have, I respect. Uh, sounds Apatow. like you've given this a lot of thought. Mike. No, I just I'm, I'm seriously you've played this, this out in your mind. I'm before. making this up as I go along. Oh, okay. I would love for <laughs> someone to have that be that thorough when they yes. say yeah. no to I your script. I would like you to make sweet is... love to my wife. Okay, my if you say Jud- no to my script, here's what could happen. <laughs> Judd Apatow has provided me with too much entertainment yes. to, do, to not have a conversation with him Unlike before. Unlike Alfa Romeo, who we, we don't know. None of these online posters provided me with a second's worth of entertainment. I hate them all. Now, you have something about Scott Gray, though. You lo- He had something What does Scott yeah. Gray say? You know what Scott Gray said? That uh, tool... He said, by the way, Scott Gray's awesome because he probably went with his own name. Like everyone else says, I like sandwiches or whatever. (laughs) Scott Gray has the audacity to come up with, it's like naming your cat Tom or something. So Scott Gray, that's his online handle. Mm. He goes, what is Rounders? (laughs) That's what he said. (laughs) He doesn't know Rounders. If you're online anyway, go to IMDb and Google Rounders, or is he taking a shot at Rounders like no one knows what it is? Uh, Give that a second read. Yeah, maybe read that again. Oh, it's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) You're giving him a lot of credit. He goes like this, what is this Rounders? That's That's what he's saying. He's all annoyed. Or he's saying, what is this? Rounders? Rounders? Oh, wait a second. Here's the worst part. (laughs) We're all improving all of their things. Like, Karen, you didn't say half the stuff this guy said. To be jerky. You, you oh, improved no. his it's two questions. Alfa Romeo's. Uh, I made his English a little better. There's no comma here. Long. It should either say, "What is this rounders?" or "What is this rounders?" Yeah, he didn't put a comma in. No, he's a stupid. They're moron. all stupid. I hate Scott Gray more I than I do. Oh, you're right. He more said, than Arnold G. Hang on. So if I had read it exactly the way he wrote it, he said, "He is gonna ruin it all for us for the next twenty years." R.I.P. Christian Bale, and then a parenthesis. Even you still pretty much alive. A parenthesis, comma, Dame, you set the bar pretty height. It's fucking unreachable. Exactly. There, there you go. go. Hey. All right, enough of this. I guess I just I love that he can't spell correctly. a single word no. in English, yet he knows how uh, riveting Christian Bale's acting talent is. <laughs> like, he knows yeah. that, uh, uh, as far as thespians go, Christian Bale has set yes. the tone yeah. that no one can read. He sits at home and says, But I can't spell damn. I write <laughs> dame. <laughs> this is something I can let the world know about. Yeah. I can't just talk about it to myself oh, here at home. <laughs> All right, well, listen, uh, there you go. Any uh, oh, yes, Before they even see the movies, these people have fine reviews of the yes. film. These are the same guys that, that, that hurry up and make a YouTube video because they need to tell the world how bad auto-tune is, but they, they can't take a second to clean up the pile of laundry behind them before, <laughs> yeah, exactly. before they roll camera. I want to just reiterate in case anyone out there thought, because we do a comedy show and we, we try to make jokes and we, we pretend that we're doing things that... This is real. Yeah, I want to say true. again that we, we didn't create these. cut and pasted these comments mm. right out of the comment sections of the previews. We, we make we up did a lot of characters. And you could go right now and find equally bad ones now. Like yes. They're, as we speak, people are writing ones that are this okay, bad. I think, right I, I think I need to make a few things clear. Yes, First, yes. the pigs in space joke we wrote. <laughs> right. But uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. what is this? Rounders? That we pulled off the internet. Right, off, just, right without, off the internet. Without uh, yeah, a comma. <laughs> All right, enough of this All crap. Right. Let's talk to Michael because we ask this of every guest who comes on. Ah, What's your favorite show. movie? My favorite movie of all time has got to be uh, Gravity. <laughs> Starring Sandra Bullock. Haven't and seen Gravity. Oh, yeah, kissing that's ass. right. I just, it sounded so good on the show. I don't Did know. Did we make it sound good? Either okay, Pulp, Pulp Fiction, The Graduate, uh, freaking The Goonies on a different oh. level. whole other level, yeah. though, with The Goonies. 
Well, I kind of have that kid movie I like, and then the adult movie I like. The original movie. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is oh, one of my favorites. That is such a brilliant film. There's a lot of them. Who I like directed High that? Fidelity. <gasps> I do like High Fidelity. Oh, it's one of my. Is favorite. that a remake? Which one? Was there two High Fidelities? There was uh, yeah, there, there was, was Willy Wonka and High Fidelity, and then Charlie and High Fidelity. Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Fidelity. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, where Charlie yeah. goes to all his ex candy bars mm-hmm. and figures out what went wrong. <laughs> No, yeah. for some He's reason it felt like the uh, has diabetes. Yeah, it felt like the the uh, John Cusack High Fidelity was a remake, but no, no, is it, it based, based on, a book? on Nick Hornby's book. Oh, there it was. Who, it's, who, it's a movie. Who isn't wrote? It? Uh, he also wrote about a boy and an education. That's great. And that everything movie. that Nick Hornby does is great. Is he with the range? That's a different that Hornsby. Bruce Hornsby. Hornsby. You're so dumb. You should write that joke on, on YouTube. Madeline Ray. I'd get three likes and 27 followers. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even have to know how to spell Bruce Hornsby. You could just make this? it up. Bruce Hornsby? I.E. at the end. <laughs> right. <laughs> or next YouTube, yeah. next Hornsby video is going to have Lee Caius, like it, yeah, because you'll just forget to make up a name and be like, "Here, loved your book, High Fidelity." Can I ask you a question, a trivia question? Go ahead. What yeah. Bruce Please Hornsby do. song was written as a, a movie theme for a Ron Howard picture? Oh, Ron Howard's got a movie out. Uh, but it's I can tell you what that was. It was because uh, you know a lot. It was from Backdraft. Yeah, that's it. But um, was it Mandolin Rain? No, no, it wasn't. It was, it was, it was a different song. It was, it was written it was for the deal, yeah, it was, and I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, it was Backdraft was the answer. Oh, something oh. in motion. Something in motion is the name of the song. I want to be something a in motion. No, there's a word. It's in called in something. Motion. You don't know. Okay. You're not, it's not that. You I want to be a man. Ask trivia questions and not know the answer. You, I asked which movie. I didn't oh. say name oh, okay. the song. Okay, Backdraft. Backdraft. Then I got it right. Yeah, that was Thank excellent. Thank you. I like that song. Not a memorable song. I was over here singing Saint Elmo's Fire. Yes, okay. which is a whole different Shut movie. Up. It's not even about the gang in the movie. All right, let's play something we play here all the time, and now with a new exciting theme song. Oh, I can't wait. What, what, what did you see? What did you see this week? Wow. What did you see this week? So I put that to the table. What did you see? I forgot already. <laughs> Can you remind me what I saw? You I saw Don John. I love Don John. Oh, I thought I it was great. I, I thought it was a great motion picture. Am I really reminding you of what I saw? It was last Friday. This is thir- Wednesday. Technically since the last podcast. Okay, okay. So wow, Don John went away, though. Is, you say you like it, but it went away, like... That's not a good sign. Is it already gone? That Don John's from well, his head. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Not I, that I'm Paul, reminded. I, I think remember a lot every, of things Don John's a kind of great movie, like, from the 70s. That would be, you know, it's got a Saturday Night Fever quality. And I think, Shampoo-ish? I, yeah, and I think that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a filmmaker to watch for. That's what I think. Do I you submit that to us? <laughs> I do submit you, it. Wait, you didn't do all this, though. The... I've become so comfortable I don't have to do that. <laughs> Some I'm of this is, for, I feel bad for the listeners on the uh, that can't see everything. I, I always do. So I'm not going to gesture too much for them. You they saw Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, too. I saw a cl- <gasps> Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. What did you meat- think? I thought, okay, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. But the problem is this. Not everything is a brand. Sometimes a movie comes out. And it does really well, mm-hmm. but everyone's got to try and make a brand out of everything, even if it's right. not. And that's how you find out if you're a brand or not. You take your chances. And it's not a brand? No, it's going to have a second weekend that drops big, and it's not mm-hmm. going to do what the other one does, and it's over. I and think. it's over. All but right. it's still decent. It the, kids aren't, the kids aren't going to see Gravity, so it could stick around. Kids but. are going to see Gravity. They love Gravity. They love women who are in distress and who are out in space. The kids Gravity's love it. Gravity's very hot with the kids today. Kids yeah, that it. kid who wants Bullock to die is six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had computer death over the weekend, so that's what I spent. 
Yeah, yeah my weekend Sunday. doing trying to revive my computer, but Karen's. Uh, I saw Tangled. I went to see it because I was going to have an audition for uh, a character in a version of it, and I'd never seen it before, and I really liked it. I thought that the lead actress, that um, she's the girl. She's like a Disney Nickelodeon girl. What's Mandy her name? Moore. What's it? Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. She. Okay. I decided I wasn't going to like her before I started watching it. I really liked her. I thought her reads were really good, and I thought her singing was great. Um, she was able to change her style, so when she was actually in the movie singing uh, the Disney princess style, and then whenever they had the movie that song that plays at the end, she totally changed her style and did it very pop belty. Yeah, and she didn't have to bring she, all of her pop BS to the, she didn't to bring the that, Disney princess. Yeah. Which she is didn't good. bring the BS to the princess, yeah. but she did bring it to the final credits where it belongs. Can you refresh my memory on Tangled? Is that animated? Yes, it's okay. animated Rapunzel. and it's a Rapunzel story, Rapunzel, okay. but I really liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah it's not good. a Pixar movie, but it's got some very high-level qualities to it. It's yeah. one of the mm -hmm. better Disney non-Pixar yes. animated pictures in the past few years. Yeah. Like Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph was the yeah, best. Wreck-It Ralph was great. If Wreck-It Ralph yeah. only had the fortune of having the word Pixar on there mm -hmm. and, and brave had just Disney and not Pixar, then Wreck-It Ralph would have won Best Animated Movie because it was the best animated movie. And I'm a movie. Pixar <laughs> lover, like super lover, but th it was better than Brave. It was better. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph. The, the story was so original, so good. And no wasted scenes. Mm -hmm. Every single scene Tight. paid off or worked Tight. or And Jack McBrayer was fantastic. Everybody was great. Friend, Friend of the, of the show. show. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, uh, all right, Michael. Thanks uh, for telling us what you saw or me reminding you what you saw. But stick around as we turn things over to Karen for her <gasps> weekly celebration of those who make the movie. <laughs> So let's start off birthdays this week by wishing a happy birthday to Fran Drescher. Come here, Francine. Come who, here. Who turns 56 but can play anywhere from... My voice is hard to ignore. To... <laughs> <laughs> we all know Fran is a star of the hit television show The Nanny, but she also had quite a movie career. All right, so I'm going to do a little quiz with you guys. I already know it. Uh, me too. I'm going to ask you at least five movies that she appeared in. I'm going to... Cadillac Man, Dr. Detroit. Uh, Saturday Night Live. Or Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Live. Three out of five. So right. Still haven't mentioned the first one I came up with. Yep. There's, Which one? There's another one. I can't one. tell you because I know the answer. Oh. Uh, no, I the first one I thought of was one you haven't mentioned yet. Yeah. All right, then we're gonna mention it. Well, the cool thing on about Doctor the cool thing about Doctor Detroit is she has a friend named Donna Dixon, and they were in Doctor Detroit together. And I believe Fran Drescher introduced Donna Dixon to her husband Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, and Aykroyd's friends with her till this day. He's still friends with yep. uh, Fran. Uh, let me see here. I'm stalling. There's one that's really, really, really big that everyone I know it. has Yo, seen. Yo, I got this one. Oh yes. my God, this is the greatest. It's the former Bond actor, the Prince. And the beauty queen. No, the beautician and the beast. That's it. All right, the yeah. beautician and the beast. That's but not the one I thought of. There's one that is, you know those movies that everyone has seen? It's a classic. Made in Manhattan. <laughs> no. Spinal Tap. Knows. You guys, Spinal Tap. Was that she was, a spinal? Was she a groupie or something? All right, she was the manager. The woman manager that was came in and they nobody liked her. Yeah, and they, she wanted to change the album cover and all yes. that stuff. I just, yeah. And the cool thing I about just that is, to see if you guys knew it. <laughs> it was uh, it was at the very beginning of her career, and uh, one of the stories I I'd read in her book was that she was really sick that day. So sick, in fact, she was in the bathroom and she was puking. She was trying 
to talk to her manager and say, no, I can't audition for this movie. You're just going to have to tell them no. And the manager just kept berating her and saying, no, get your ass down there. Go just wash your face and go. And she went down there, got that movie, and her career began. So, so, we, so get your face out of the toilet, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be an actress. We blame him. <laughs> Shut up. I, I like I, Fran. I don't mind the, you know, maybe I sometimes like she was kind of hot, actually. Yeah, yeah, the voice can be a little, I don't know, yeah. but... I really always thought she was uh, an attractive lady when I was a boy. Yeah, she was I, hot in the nanny. I love big hair. And also, she was an American hot wax. And also, she was, oh, in her book, she thought that this was going to be like a big deal, though. Not the Cancer Schmancer, but the other book. The Cancer Schmancer book? Uh, yeah, Wait a minute, she, is that the name survived, of it? She survived cancer. Well, I know that. I'm, mm-hmm. But was it called Cancer Schmancer? Yeah. Oh. But the first book she had called Enter Laughing. I believe. Whining. Whining. Enter whining. Yeah. And you'll like this because on the front she's all pretty and cute and on the back her skirt's tucked up into her um, tights and you can see her ass and it's just beautiful. Nice. Fantastic ass. But anyway, she was in that movie uh, book. She said she was in this movie with Ford, uh, Francis Ford Coppola and she thought this was going to be a big movie for her. It was a movie Jack. Oh, yeah. with, with Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where he played a, 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 a glandularly disordered Boy, right? He's like a, a man-child. Coppola's finest it. moment. Yes, not so good. I okay. saw that picture. Yes, that makes one of us. <laughs> and moving. Oh, on. it was you. <laughs> and let's move on to wish a happy birthday to Chicago-based movie guy Steve Schultz. Hey, hey. I know him. <laughs> Who can any- play anywhere from an adult male to an adult female? I don't want to know. <laughs> Steve is a writer, an improviser, a voiceover artist, and despite only appearing on the show once, contributes to the show every week. You may remember him from his funny bits. I got two of them right here. He, right. he is behind this. Guess what it's about. He created Guess What oh, It's About, he? which oh. we do every once in a while Fantastic. on our show. And also this funny bit. Oh, yes. He had Wong call into the show, <gasps> if you remember. <laughs> That's right. And uh, he wondered what Wong would be like in, in a whole bunch of different movies like this. Uh, Stadler? Oh, uh, what? Is that it? Yes, it's over. How'd you like it? I don't know. I slept through the whole thing. Well, you didn't miss much. <laughs> Can I pin the uh, Pigs in Space joke on him? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Steve also submitted the Pigs in Space joke that oh, I did you, earlier Karen. today. <laughs> happy birthday, Steve, from us. Happy birthday. All right, up next, let's wish a happy birthday to Dennis Quaid's big brother, Randy, who turns 63 but can play anywhere from Shitter's Full sound effects to sound effects. <laughs> Ah, oh, poor Randy. He's appeared in more than 90 films, having been nominated for Best Supporting Actor for his work in The Last Detail in 1973. And he is best known for the guy, uh, for his iconic role as Cousin Eddie in the Vacation movies. We all know that. But I find that his best performance lately has been Guy Hiding Out in Canada and Fear of the Hollywood Star Whackers. Guy yes, have you guys town. heard about this? No, everyone. He went crazy. Yeah, he went crazy. What, Randy Gray went crazy? Yes. No, 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 no. Yes. Let's, let's bring me up to speed All on right. this. So what we happened was that. Randy no, Quaid, he started going to uh, Vi, I think is his wife's name, something like that. Eve or something. Yeah. Eve, something like that. Evie. He and she uh, started going to hotels here in Southern California and ringing up really large debts, and that started to be bad. They started going to court, and so well, I... They would I, skip out on it. They yeah. s- would skip out on it, and so they went up to Canada because I believe that she's Canadian or he's Canadian. They were trying to get asylum up there and not come <laughs> back to the United States, but they kept saying that they're running away from the Hollywood star whackers who are possibly the reason that Heath Ledger died. 
They may have been the people that set up Robert Blake, and they are controlling, as we speak, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I love this. You know what I love more than like a guy going crazy is when he can get somebody to go along with him. Oh, yes. I love when there's like a tag team of crazy going <laughs> Or on. she got him. She went Yoko on him. Oh, yeah. Th- yeah. yeah. Maybe. Well, because she controls with the pussy and everything. Now, he, now <laughs> Randy calls That's it. That's how it works. He calls it running from the Hollywood star whackers. I call it my agent won't return my calls. <laughs> So we'll just uh, figure out whether or not he's been able to get cast lately. I love that he tried to prove his sanity by uh, defending Lindsay Lohan. Like, you want to—that's the name you want to use to like go. Hey, I'm, it's just like with Lindsay Lohan. Whether well, ruining, this guy must know what he's talking about. Ruining that innocent gal. Right. It's not just me. It's Robert Blake as well. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. You I know forgot what? you even said that. But when we talk about Randy Quaid, it just kind of reminds me of how much I love his brother, Dennis Quaid. <sighs> but isn't I he a drunk? S- oh, I don't know. Maybe. But I saw Dennis Quaid one night playing with his band, and I got to oh. tell you, there is something so ridiculously sexy about Dennis Quaid when he's got his guitar and he's singing, and he's got this vein that goes right up his arm, his I big, meaty man arm. It's just so fantastic. So uh, I thought it might be fun, since I'd heard him play live at the Aqua Lounge, that we would enjoy some some uh, Dennis Quaid music while we celebrate the birthday of Randy Quaid. So happy birthday to all of those people, and follow that killer. This is actually Dennis Quaid lip-syncing to Jerry Lee Lewis, but it's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he did his own... You know, he Jerry did, Lee Lewis would not allow that. He oh. did no, do his own... He would not allow anyone to He sing. had another movie, I almost used that clip, where he is singing and he's doing country. And he sings in the in, uh, Big Easy. So think, yeah. good. Mm, he's got a song Dennis in there. Dennis Quaid, call me. Oh, I have another Dennis Quaid story real quick. My friend got in a car accident. Someone uh, sideswiped her, and she was kind of out of it. And all she remembers is she looked up. She was, like, bleeding. Dennis Quaid was there. <laughs> he had gone to the... He was, saw the accident. He ran over to her, and he goes... Honey, don't you worry. Now, do you have anything of value in the car? And she's like, my computer's in the back. He's like, I'm going to grab it for you. He got her computer and her purse, made sure it got in the ambulance with her because he didn't want anyone to steal her stuff. Wow. I Dennis Quaid. I take that drunk crack back. I like when he shows up in a great movie. Sadly, he doesn't appear in a lot of great movies nowadays. He helped out that girl. but I'd love to see him in another great movie. I got a really hard trivia question. You can edit it out if you want. All right, we're ready. ready. In 1989, when Great Balls of Fire was released, two other motion pictures came out that weekend in wide release. Can you name them? Uh, Lethal Weapon 2 and License to Kill. No, the answer is Do the Right Thing and Karate Kid Part (laughs) 3. All released the same day as Great Balls Wait, of Fire. Wait, did Karate Kid beat it in Relevant. the box The number office? one movie that weekend was Karate Kid 3 making $12 million, but it grossed $38 million, which is a huge drop from 2, which made over 100 I should say something. Michael has told me about this recently over drinks. He's obsessed with the Karate Kid movies, especially <laughs> 3. 3, well, first of all, in terms of good, Karate Kid 1 and 2 are actually legitimately entertaining films. Mm-hmm. One day I want to do a whole hour, if we can, just devoted to Karate Kid 3 and what went wrong. It is fascinating. All right. Well, listen, that wraps up another showcast. We will come back and do that. Uh, I mean, because there's such an audience for Karate no, Kid yeah. Part 3. No, there is. Trust me on this. All right. You can do it. The mics will be here. Go to the IMD webpage and look at this. The peop- what people write about Karate Kid 3. Some people are obsessed with this I, movie. I worked at a movie theater when that was playing, and I didn't see it. <laughs> How old is Jaden Smith? Oh, 
Jaden Smith is 50 years old. Yeah, because oh, he's in four or two. No, 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 no. That's a that's a remake, and oh, actually, okay. they did a really good job of it. I think. I wonder how many of those remakes we're gonna have. Will we have three of the new ones? No, no, no. We're no. Done? I think they they did themselves a disservice by doing a movie. He did a movie now that bombed, and he's yeah, no he longer the kid it. who had a hit with Karate Kid. There's something in the middle that tainted things. So Taint. Taint. All right, let's, uh, Hi, together we are the Movie Guys. Individually we are. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Guys. Follow us on Twitter at the Movie Guys on Facebook.com slash the Movie Guys as well on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, Google+, LinkedIn, all that shit. Thanks to Michael Gelbart. Yay. Thank you, everyone. It was so much fun. We never even really got to talk about his book, The Other Oprahs. It's available at Amazon. No, I would buy it at theotheroprahs.com or at michaelgelbart.com. Yes, yeah, so you can go to michaelgelbart.com to find out everything he's doing, including working on a show with Dave Foley. Oh, yeah. Well, I was creative consultant on his new series called Spun Out, which is a 13-episode sitcom. So look for that soon. What does a creative consultant do? It means I add jokes and subtract jokes, and then they use what they want, and they throw out what they do not. I don't have to go anywhere. The checks come. And, I love uh, it. It's Good a fancy you. title. You well, call you a joke consultant. No, creative consultant is a better title and credits, I think. No, yeah, that much is true. Uh, it's right see. up there with look for. Look for. Look for Michael Gelbart. <laughs> no, it's not even <laughs> in close the to look for. <laughs> That's my elbow. Thanks to Jamie Clark Elvington in charge of watching the board and catering, as always. And, on the, of course, Steve Schultz for his writing contributions to the show every week. Happy birth week, Happy buddy. And remember, you can always find everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. Thanks for listening. Thank you.